0: Brothers and sisters in Christ, this evening we are moving into the final components of a much awaited celebration day. And it is not just a celebration day for this parish or for the Diocese of Florida, or really, honestly, it's not just a celebration day for Lisa or Jordan or their family. This day is first and foremost a wonderful celebration day for God's Holy Church in its entirety. Because this evening, brothers and sisters, we're bringing into God's church a new priest for God's holy people. Tonight, we are ordaining a servant who is pledging herself to be a feeder of Christ's sheep, to be a teacher and preacher of the Holy Scripture, and through teaching and preaching the good news of the gospel, to raise up new disciples for Jesus Christ. Lisa, all of us know Oh, yes, we really know how long you've been looking forward to this day for a very long time. But I hope you also realize, and I think you do, just how many others have been all around you looking forward to this day as well, praying for you and awaiting the joy that this day is bringing, not only for you or for us, but also for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For it is to Jesus and to his body, the church, that you are giving your life and vocation fully and completely on this holy celebration day. As I look out over this church this evening, I suspect that nearly everyone here has known you for a good portion of your life. There may be a handful of friends who only met you over the last three years as you've been at Swanee and Seminary, but I bet most people here have watched you grow up in this church or at the Church of the Redeemer. Many may have witnessed your marriage to Jordan right here in front of this very altar, and I'd say more than a few may have even watched you kneel for the first time in front of a bishop for your confirmation in this very church. That is what makes this so much more special to be here again in this place to see your ordination in front of this same altar. As for me, I suppose I'm actually one of the folks here this evening who has known you for the least amount of time. And honestly, it's only been the last four months as we've been working together here at All Saints that I've started to more fully understand the Wonder Woman, which everyone else refers to, as Lisa Miro. I also have to be honest to you, Lisa, that in that short amount of time, I have become a full member as well of the Lisa Miro Wonder Woman fan club. <laughs> I've become a member because in just four months, I have been impressed time and time again with your intelligence, with the rich and unique skill set you bring to our church with your honesty and concern in pastoral care, and with your excellent preaching and teaching here at All Saints. And beyond all of that, I found myself also inspired by your deep Christian faith, founded as it should be upon scripture, tradition, and reason, that which makes our Anglican heritage what it was always meant to be in this struggling and divided Christian world. I'm standing here this evening because I truly believe that you have all you need to become a very exceptional priest in the church. And today, I have to tell you, I'm going to be more than honored to stand beside you with all of these clergy when our bishop places his hands upon your head and asks the Holy Spirit to make you a priest in God's church. But I'm not here this evening to simply stand and tell you how spectacular you are or how easy you are going to have it in living into this vocation fully. If I did that, I think everyone here would know that I would not be telling the truth. Just in these last few months as a deacon, I know you've already had more than a couple moments of challenge and struggle. And I'm here to tell you that when you start wearing the stole in this direction, All of those challenges and struggles and frustrations and disappointments and hard moments will stay here and they will keep going and they will never slow down. There's no question in my mind that God has provided you with the tools you need to accomplish all your goals nonetheless. But the work ahead of you is never as easy as simply opening a well-stocked toolbox, and you know that. And really, being a priest has never, ever been about simply setting goals and checking off boxes in your to-do list. To understand better the calling from God for this vocation, for you and for all of us, I think you really only need to delve into what has become the very first title that you've been given by your bishop in serving here in this parish church. The title of curate, from the Latin cura or more completely from the phrase cura animarum, which in English translates as the cure of souls. Lisa, tonight you're not being asked to be that skillful financial strategist, even though your ability to be that will be a great blessing to bring into the church. And tonight you're not promising to reconnect with your past education and practice of law, even though all of that too can certainly be handy in the work of the church. You're not being asked tonight to commit yourself to solving our world or our nation's political problems, nor to be a social justice advocate, nor to figure out how to abolish poverty or hunger or human trafficking. Yes, you can speak truth to power. You can give of your time and talent to reach out and engage the darkness engulfing this world, but none of that is what you're being called to commit your life and vocation to tonight. What God is calling you to do above all else is to save and to care for human souls. In just a few moments, our bishop will begin what should be your final examination for this ordination by charging you with these words. In all that you do, you are to nourish Christ's people from the riches of His grace and strengthen them to glorify God in this life and in the life to come. Lisa, what this world is lacking today is just that. More people who can step forward and dedicate themselves to nourishing Christ's people with His grace and love and strengthening God's people to glorify and worship and give themselves finally and fully over to Christ. That is not the work prepared for humanity by the world outside. That is only the work of the Spirit prepared and given to all who will just come forward to receive it in the church of God. The only thing we as clergy really are ever qualified to do, no matter what we think we are educated in or skilled at or experienced with, is to be caregivers and healers and transformers and Physicians of the soul. Everything else must and should become secondary. Lisa, you are being ordained into a godly priesthood that can only ever successfully hope to ever be able to accomplish this one thing. It cannot change the world, but it can begin by changing the heart and helping this world find healing and health for damaged and darkened, sin-sick souls. And isn't it truly incredible that your ordination is happening on a day when the church is called again to offer exaltation for that which first began the assurance of humanity's hope for salvation. The exaltation of the holy cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think of nothing more appropriate for a celebration of an ordination to the priesthood than to bind it together with the heavy cross that our Lord carried on which he gave himself up to death, and from which he was taken and placed in the tomb to begin his world-changing resurrection. Lisa, you now are charged with lifting high that holy cross. You must find your way through all the struggles to be able to hold it up for those who will be coming to you above all else with wounded spirits and with beaten down souls. And you must be able to show those seeking out some form in this material world a spiritual renewal and healing that it is only by Christ's death on that cross that hope is finally given over for all of us. No matter how far into hell and darkness we may find ourselves falling in the darkness of this world. St. Paul proclaims, In the finale this evening of his epistle to the Galatians, may I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. Lisa, my prayer for you this evening is that you wrap these words around you like a prayer quilt and that you cling to Christ's holy and wondrous cross so that you may never lose sight of the new creation which you are being consecrated into today. You know, I think we all should know by now that there are loads of great psychologists and counselors in this world There are excellent medical doctors, accountants, financial advisors, scholars, even lawyers. There are many people out there organizing outreach and advocacy and justice movements. There are good, honest CEOs, business executives, and grant writers. The world has everything it needs today except one essential thing. It needs a spiritual physician for the soul. You are becoming today a newly created spiritual physician, a curate. The one vocation which gives all that is needed in Jesus Christ to see and accomplish the care and the cure of souls that we need. Lisa, may God bless you. May God sustain you. May God empower you in your life and ministry in the church of God. Amen.